my friends, and welcome back to Between Your Ears. I'm your host, Peg Cleland. I'm a life and mindset coach and a human design specialist. And today we're going to dive a little deeper into one of the steps that I talked about last week. We were talking about manifestation, and I know it's a buzzword these days, and it's not magic, but there are steps that you can follow that get you closer to being able to manifest the things that you desire in your life. And the step that we're going to talk more about today is gratitude. And truthfully, gratitude is probably one of the most important tools in the toolbox for manifestation. But I want to talk about gratitude from many perspectives. Um, Gratitude with no caveats or no conditions on it. Because sometimes gratitude is seen as, and I read a great quote, what was it? That we're trying to trick our mind that you're trying to fool your mind into being grateful for things. But we're also going to talk about how you're not really doing that. You're opening your mind. So let's dive in. First of all, let's just say what gratitude does for us. Gratitude raises your frequency and, you know, it's your vibe. So when we're grateful, and you all know this from times in your life when you were feeling grateful for something, like honestly grateful, you weren't trying to pretend you really were grateful, your vibe was higher. Your state of being was just vibing at a higher frequency. And we know the universal law of cause and effect, equal and opposite. You know, when you put something out, it reflects back, equal and opposite uh, action, reaction type of thing. Like attracts like is something else. We often hear that about gratitude, that if you, you know, gratitude out means gratitude in. You'll have more things to be grateful for if you show gratitude up front. So there is that law of of cause and effect. So when we're actively sending out grateful energy, the more we do that, we receive it back. And each time we exchange this frequency starts to rise. So you're literally raising your frequency with each positive exchange of gratitude. And that actually raises your vibe It puts you in better alignment. In human design terms, we talk about being in alignment when you're vibing at a high frequency, but it puts you closer to to universal energy or source energy. And then what happens is you start to realize that you are the source. And I think that's the magic part of manifestation is when people actually find things happening in their life and they feel like, well, it's just magical. And the more magical it is, the more you your frequency rises. And what's really happening is you are the source. You're becoming the source. You're creating your life. You are the source. And by creating your life, that's manifesting your life. And when it starts to work for us, it's a bit of a snowball effect, which is wonderful. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the side of gratitude where it's not working yet or it doesn't feel like it is. So we'll get to that in a minute. But this idea that you get closer and closer to source energy and start to realize that you are the source, you have power. Um, And I was thinking it's like, you know, you are the all-powerful wizard behind the curtain. And so truthfully, when you pull back the curtain on manifestation, it's you, like you're behind there. And I'm referring to the Wizard of Oz for those of you who don't. I'm pretty sure everybody knows that. Uh, the wizard behind the curtain. But yeah, so you are very powerful in this process of manifestation. And the more you start to realize that, it will raise your frequency and you'll get closer and closer to being able to manifest things more easily in your life because you'll start to believe it. 
So there's a great quote. Um, it's from Wallace Wattles, who wrote The Science of Getting Rich. And he said, you cannot exercise much power without gratitude. For it is gratitude that keeps you connected with power. So they go hand in hand. So it's worth remembering that you're not very powerful without gratitude in your life. So here's where we're going to take another perspective. What if you're thinking, well, I'm just not grateful right now for the things that are happening to me. (laughs) I'm struggling. I'm suffering. Business isn't great. Something's going on with my relationship. I'm having trouble with my family. My best friend did this. There's struggle. There's suffering. And you're, you're thinking to yourself, well, I'm not going to try to pretend like I'm grateful because I'm not. And we all go through that. There's not one human being on the planet who hasn't had times of struggle and suffering where we don't feel grateful. And it's very hard to be grateful or pretend. And again, to fool your mind, you don't want to fool your mind into thinking you're grateful because you're sort of putting your foot down. I'm not grateful. I'm suffering here. But believe it or not, gratitude is the tool that can actually end your struggle and your suffering. Gratitude is a tool and it can end those things. Which is hard to, you know, stomach sometimes, I guess. Because, as I said, it's a human experience. We all experience things in life. And the suffering, the struggle, you may have heard the term victim mentality, uh, victimization. Like, we can play the victim. And sometimes we feel we deserve it. I get that. I've been there. You know, you need a little bit of a pity party. Because something is happening to you. It's like, I'm struggling. I'm suffering. Why me? Uh, So I get that. That's human. But gratitude is not just an emotion that you feel. It's actually a decision you make. And I'll say that again because that's really important. It's not just an emotion that you feel. I'm feeling grateful. It is actually a decision you make. It's a choice. And you may have heard the two terms reaction or creation. We often react to things. We can react to our struggles. We react to, you know, somebody did something to us and we feel like we're suffering or struggling. So we, we can react. And when you react to an event or an experience with an emotion, oftentimes that emotion or when you're reacting to it, it comes from past experience. And I, I read something recently that said, you know, in the first part of our lives, we actually are experiencing everything. So at, like later in life... <laughs> When you're older, you don't have any new experiences, but you have new events. The experience is an internal thing. The event is external. So we continue to be, you know, um, confronted or uh, we have different events happening in our lives, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But the experience of those events, we really understand all the experience from an early age. We've experienced love We've experienced sadness, we've experienced hunger, we've experienced success, you know, like even in in our younger years at school and things, we've experienced maybe bullying or some traumas and suffering and things like that. Like we have experienced all those things very early on and we carry those experiences with us into each new event in our lives. So quite often we tend to revert back to an old emotion that comes up in a similar type of event. And we react to this event with that same emotion. But the important thing is that 
instead of reacting to events, we actually can create our experience of an event. And I mean, it's easy to see this in kind of simple terms, I guess, that two people can have very different experiences from the exact same event. So they just created it differently because of the people that they were. But, you know, so if you can see that, then it can happen within you too. Same event, but you can react to it in a similar way you always have. Or you can create a new experience of that event. So sometimes it's hard to wrap our head around this, but you are powerful. You can choose, you can create different experiences from the same event simply, and I don't mean simply because it's not simple, but by choosing to see things differently. And if we can choose to see things differently, we can actually create gratitude, even for the things in our life that seem like suffering or struggle at the time. And I know that's hard. It's certainly not easy, but it's worth practicing because most of the time our first reaction to things is that there is nothing to be grateful for here. And I have a couple things to share with you. One of them is a story from a book. I'm just going to get it out here and read it to you now. And I've heard it in a few different books, but it's about a farmer. And it says, a farmer's horse ran away and his neighbor, feeling sorry for him, said to the farmer, I am so sorry that such a, a terrible thing happened to you. And the farmer replied, don't be for who knows what is good or bad. And the next day, the horse that ran away came back to the farmer, and he brought with him a herd of wild horses that it had befriended. And the neighbor said to the farmer, I congratulate you for such good fortune. And the farmer replied, Don't, for who knows what is good or bad. Well, the next day, the farmer's son tried to get on one of the wild horses, and he fell, breaking his leg. And again, the neighbor said to the farmer, I am so sorry that this bad thing has happened to you. And the farmer replied, don't be, for who knows what is good or bad. And the next day, soldiers came by to recruit for the army, but the farmer's son was exempted because of his broken leg. And that is just a a simple story, but who knows what is good or bad? And I've heard this saying, what is good or bad, but thinking makes it so. Nothing is good or bad, but thinking makes it so. So when we decide or we react to something and and make it bad, we have decided, we have thought. That's a thinking thing. You choose how you think about it. And again, I'm not saying it's easy. This is a challenge for all of us. But it's how we evolve. It's how we learn. So gratitude can help end our struggle and suffering. Instead of staying in in victim mentality, uh, we can search for, and sometimes it requires searching, and create reasons why something is good. And I have an example, a personal example of this, and I may have shared this before in the podcast, but something I learned years and years and years ago was for every, like, bad thing, any suffering struggle that happens in your life, look for three positive things that come out of that. And I believe it was from Think and Grow Rich, the book Think and Grow Rich. And it's interesting how a lot of these quotes I'm giving you are from books that are written about riches and and maybe money, but it's not really about riches or money. It's about abundance. And so 
it was from that book, but what are three positives out of every negative struggle that you have? And it really impacted me, and I do it all the time, and I highly encourage you, whenever you're struggling or something terrible happens to you or you feel like you're a victim, you know, life is happening to you, try to find three positives in that situation. And for me, the example I often give, and it's something I used in the chapter that I wrote in in my book, Handling Hard Stuff, was my divorce. I didn't know it was coming. (laughs) I was... I felt terrible when it first happened. I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. I wanted to hide away. Uh, It was negative. It was all struggle and suffering in my mind, like initially. But, and sometimes it does take, might even take years to look back on something and realize what some of the positives were. But if you can try to do it in in the actual happening of the event instead of leaving it for years. So for me, in in that situation, three positives. Well, number one, I decided that I was not going to like miss out on anything in my kids' lives. And not that I would have missed out on it anyway, but when you're in a marriage or a partnership, oftentimes you divide the duties and it might be that one person takes the kids off to their basketball game or their, you know, Christmas concert and the other doesn't go. And sometimes I realize that that is necessary or you need to split the responsibilities and go in two directions with two kids, but... I think it's easy sometimes for us not to be at everything because, you know, your partner can tell you how it went. They can tell you about the game. But for me, I really said, look, you know, I want to be like my kids are all I've got now. Maybe, maybe it just woke me up to that too. And I'm, (laughs) I love my kids. I would have been there for most everything anyway, but it really, really brought me closer to my kids. I just didn't miss things. And also I know looking back now, the relationship that I have with my kids, I don't think I would have. I don't think I'd have the same relationship if I had stayed in the marriage. So that was one thing. The other thing, they're not as important, I don't think, but um, financial responsibility. And not that I didn't, I didn't, I brought in a lot of the money in the relationship, but I just didn't take care of paying the bills. I didn't under, you know, I just didn't know that stuff. I didn't do the banking. So it made me step up and learn some new skills from banking to paying bills to probably mowing the lawn. Um, And then the third thing was I realized how much support I had around me. So even though I was suffering and struggling and it was terrible, that was a good thing. I'm, I'm a fairly independent person. And in that moment, and I also am a bit of a control freak, I was not in control of anything. My, my life had been decided for me and I was really <laughs> struggling with that. But to see the support that came out from friends and family, you know, that was a real positive thing for me to learn. It helped me to evolve. So I highly encourage that for you if you're going through divorce or it can be, you know, loss of a loved one. It's very hard to find the positives sometimes, but look for them. Look for the gratitude in, in the seemingly uglier, bad parts of life because those are the tools that help you get through, get over, get past the suffering. You can create your experience. You don't have to live with the one you think is being given to you. So I've said this a little bit throughout the podcast here, but life doesn't happen to you. Because sometimes we think, oh, it happens, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? Uh, I'm suffering, I'm struggling, you know, why me? But life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. And I'm sure you've heard that saying, but that is so true if we look at it from this perspective, from a different perspective. Don't look at it like things are happening to you. They're happening for you so that you can evolve, because like I said, we, we've had all the experiences as far as what the emotions are early in life, but we just keep coming up against different events that happen in our life. And 
with each of those new events, it's how you respond to it. Not react, but how you create learning and growth and evolution from it. So we go through the same things differently throughout our life, and that's how we grow. So we can create how we experience the events in our lives. You are powerful. You are the all-powerful wizard behind the curtain, and you have choice. Instead of simply reacting to things, you can create how they're going to impact you. So I encourage you to find, to seek, to create gratitude in all parts of your life. The good, the bad, and the seemingly ugly parts. Because when you find that gratitude and you create gratitude, you are raising your frequency and you are also exploring your power. You are starting to realize how powerful you are in creating the way your life is going, creating your growth, creating your evolution, creating your life path. And I'm going to finish with that quote that I've mentioned already a little bit, but gratitude, and this quote comes from Neil Donald Walsh. Um, I know he has the book Conversations with God, but this is actually from a book that's Conversations with Humanity. And it says, gratitude is not a tool with which to fool the mind. It is a tool with which to open the mind. So we are not pretending to be grateful because we think that by being grateful, it's going to bring good things to us. And that's often what happens with people in their manifestation process is they think, well, I'll just have this list of things I'm grateful for and I'm going to talk about all the things I'm grateful for and I'm, I'm so grateful. But you're actually, in that sense, really just trying to fool your mind into pretending that you are grateful. But instead, it's a tool. So if we can open our mind to different perspectives, to creating the perception of something or creating the experience of something, to see the gratitude in it, to see the good in it, that's going to, with an open mind, it really is just going to start to raise your frequency. And like I said, we are powerful beyond measure and we need to start owning that power. So you're not a victim. We are not at the mercy of our struggles and suffering. We have a tool and the tool that we can use to help us end that is gratitude. So thank you for joining me today. If any of this resonated with you, if you have already experienced wonderful things using a gratitude practice, love to hear about it. If you think this would be something that somebody else would enjoy, please share the podcast with them. Uh, I, I love to expand the reach of this podcast and I'd love to hear from you. So screenshot, tag me on social media if there's something that you learned from this. It warms my heart when I hear from people that, that they're getting some value from the podcast because that's what this is all about. So I am grateful for you and I'm grateful for you being here every week to allow me to get between your ears. And until next time, take care of the space between your ears.